0: Welcome to The Punter's Mate on SCN.
1: Good afternoon. Welcome to The Punter's Mate on this Friday, the 2nd of June, 2023, which, of course, is Group 1 Queensland Oaks Eve. We're looking forward to another massive day of racing at Eagle Farm. Tomorrow is a welcome in my co-host each and every week, Sam Highland. Hello, Chris Oak. Big day ahead. Big Been a big week for you, Sammy. You've been on tracks on, every time I turn it on, you're there. <laughs> well, it's, uh,
2: yeah, Tags has been off and uh, Cam Luke was a bit crook uh, earlier in the week. And so, but you know, I'm just there to you fill are. the spots, Chris. I you are the, uh,
1: the ultimate bench performer. <laughs> Come off the bench when required. Now, a uh, bit of news around this week, Sammy, that I know that you're going to just absolutely eat up. Uh, the Everest goes to twenty million dollars. Oh, Wow! What? Why? Really?
2: Why? really? Does it? Does it really need to go no. to, to to that number? Like no. What are they hoping
1: for with the extra? Was it three or five million? I don't know. Just mad it's a lot of money. But what are they going to get out of that? Exactly. Is there any reason for it? You know. They're going to get a better field? Horses from overseas or more? No, n- n- I can't even think of the word. Is it? Is it just? Uh, you know, just a competition muscle. Flexing, is it? I don't know. Well, if it's a competition between two particular states, I think we've got a winner already, yeah. haven't we? Yeah. Do we need to add more? Oh, well, Or just to push It's the point? just very
2: unfortunate that it's it's uh, going this way and, yeah. But, anyway, that's, uh, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know. Um, well, Victoria just getting left behind, aren't they? So yeah. Well, everyone's going
1: to get left behind.
2: Yeah. It's, uh it's disappointing and, and not ideal, but the the overall, you know, it, and and will it continue? You know, is is it sustainable? Well, where are we know. going to be
1: in ten years? But it's,
2: oh. it's 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 not to, to to have to have it like this uh, states going against each other like this. It's it's not good for horse racing, and and it doesn't attract new people to the industry, and and yeah, it's it's really uh, really sad and
1: unfortunate. I think, I uh, seen. if you run last in the race now, you get 700,000, which I think is the price of a slot now. So you get your money back. Right. So you can't lose if you get in the field. Wow. There you go. Gee whiz. Cannot lose. Anything <sighs> else you'd like to talk about?
2: Uh, Fibern. that Yes. That's, that's, uh. Big yeah, news. That's, that's big news. That is big news. To, to get scratched on Thursday, mm. uh, is something I can't understand now. I have a real problem with this scratching from what I have read. I obviously have not seen the horse uh, uh, trot up, so I was not there when, when the vet made that decision. Uh, but from all reports, and, you know, I, I have, uh, have plenty of faith and trust in, in Gary Portelli as a fantastic horse trainer and terrific horseman, uh, it won last start. It won last start. Easily. Right? And And... He he's not going to be taking a r- horse to the races that is lame. Now the horse has an unusual gait, um, but yeah, it's. I, I mean, all horses are different. So everyone, you know, I can understand walk people walk differently. That's right. So so for the vet to scratch this horse on the Thursday morning, <clears throat> going to Saturday didn't even get the time to to you know see how it was today. And by all reports, Gary Portelli's put out that the horse worked this morning. CJ Graham said no issues with the horse. Yep. It's not lame at all. Ha- reported she felt good, right? So th- these are professional professional horse trainer, professional jockey, right? Why? Why the vet who I'm saying that this is the first time he's had anything to do, he or she has had anything to do with this horse, right, and and looks at it and then says on Thursday at lunchtime, no, nah, it's out. It's the favorite for the Oaks, right? So What was the so, hurry? So that's right. And so how is you know, this in itself is bad for horse racing. This you know, these poor owners, right, mm. who are on this fantastic ride. It's one last start, it's going into the Oaks favorite on Saturday. And they and they get it pulled away from them on Thursday, not even allowed twenty four hours to see how the horse is on the Friday, right? It's I mean, it's it's quite baffling. And and to think that Horse welfare is, is I'm sure, the argument that the vets are coming up with and whatever. Well, for a couple of years we raced on Eagle Farm as hard as tarmac, right? Yeah. David Van Dyke didn't bring horses, didn't race horses there because he wasn't happy with the way horses were pulling up, racing on that track. What about that horse welfare? What, you know, what about that? Two I mean, they, they
1: changed the profile of the track yeah. because nobody wanted to race on it. The two points for me, the two sticking points for me, one is as you mentioned, the vets that made this decision yesterday—did they see the horse two weeks ago before he raced it, before she raced at Dooman? Probably had exactly the same gait then. I would say it did have exactly, exactly. the same gait. And the other one is Gary Portelli's saying his vets back in Sydney know this horse and they know that the gait that she has. So it wouldn't there been some communication? You would have thought between maybe there was. I don't know, but I would have thought if that was the case, then the vets in Sydney would have said, "Well, no, that's the way she always walks. She's not lame." I tell you what, you know, it's it's
2: people, people, um, people, will think twice about bringing horses to, to carnivals when when this sort of stuff goes on, and 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 you know, there you go. Gary Portelli, Group One winning trainer, has been a successful trainer all his life, yeah. and uh, he has the favorite in the Oaks, and it gets scratched on Thursday, and he worked it this morning, said no problem, not lame, and the horse feels fine. So, mm-hmm. so why don't we hear from what? Why I, I have you heard? Seen nope. anything read what, what the vet's nope. reasons were for it. I, either have I. So for transparency, wouldn't wouldn't you scratch the horse and then come out and, and put it out and say, listen, I, I think the horse this, 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 and this is my history of seeing this horse. I've seen this horse five times, three I don't times think there is any. twice. You know, it's it's baffling.
1: Uh, the passing of the two thousand and thirteen Melbourne Cup winner for your rent-ay. I tip for your rente. I think I backed it too, Sammy. So oh. very special to me. Gay Waterhouse's first Melbourne Cup. He's a good horse, was Oliver and, Road?
2: And he used to just eat the ground up, you know? Yeah. It's uh yeah, he he's uh he's uh, he was a, a really um unique horse because he he could perform at, at a lot of distances. He was yeah. not just a, a two
1: mile stayer, was yeah, he? He was a beauty. Uh, Jimmy Byrne, one of our favorites on the show, we haven't spoken to Jimmy for a little while and we won't because he's out indefinitely due to knee surgery. We might try and catch up with him after the carnival's over and see how he's going with that. He, he did have an issue with, uh, knees in the past. He came back a little too early. So he's decided just, uh, indefinitely until he feels like he, he's ready to come back. He won't be coming back. So he won't be seeing Jimmy Byrne over the carnival or the remainder of the carnival, which is uh, unusual because he's usually uh, front and center. Uh, Martin Harley, speaking of injuries, came back, uh, to ride a rider winner at Eagle at uh, Doombin on Wednesday in the last race, Sunfall. Oh, Gee, I'll tell i tell you what. He and nearly he was, had a gutter. Nearly had another gutter. I know. I and, know. It's, he nearly f- he had some issues there early on. Hit the fence, I think. The yeah, rail. It, it hit the running rail. Gee, he must've thought, oh no, please. He's, uh, I was on the second horse. I know you were. Oh. I know. He looked home and hose too, oh. but, uh, good old Martin got through on the fence late. Did the job with Sunfall for Barry Lockwood. Who's having a purple patch at the moment, training wise? So Damian Lane wins the Japan Derby. How good does ja- Damian Lane go in Japan, Sammy? On Tasty Air, did you just catch that uh, on the uh, the socials? He's an absolute to... jest, Damien Lane,
2: and he, and I've been saying it for a long time. It's you know, it's he he is world class, and, he and is? he's just got a really relaxed way about him. He's a great horseman, and he is. Yeah, he's just top class, and it was fantastic to beautiful ride there, and great to see him uh, doing so well in Japan. And that, you know, he's um, I'm sure he's going to be able to do that for for a long time to come. Chris, yeah. so go over there and and do th- three or two months stints. and almost and royalty get, over there. Yeah, it? it's. Uh, It's fantastic to see he's he's such a good jockey, such a good, and a great fella.
1: Yep. Now we had some feature racing, of course, at Eagle Farm last Saturday, two group ones. Let's have a, a recap. Of some of those big races.
3: In the home straight though, short of 400 left to run, Kovalika immediately took control of the derby and shot away! Look at Kovalika go! Promises kept, comes out of the ruck, running on fairly down the outside with stroke of luck, but look at Kovalika, he's a mile in front with 100 metres left to go. Fame has made up many lengths, getting to second, stroke of luck third, but Kovalika, too good, the favourite, wins the derby and wins it well. Big home, Fame, stroke of luck. A mile back, Palais, a bad gentleman, Roy and Paul Laley. In the straight, Rothfire charged to the front. Here comes, think about it. After Rothfire, who's got a decent kick though. Rothfire the leader. Slowly but surely, think about it, gets on terms. Rothfire the inside. Think about it, the outside. Think about it, race to the lead. Flashing open on the inside, converge. Think about it in front and one. Think about it, one for Kingsford Smith. From a flashing converge, Rothfire and King of Sparta. End Assembly led the way, but Zoo Tiger is the immediate challenger on the outside. Hawaii 5 0 navigating to the clear. Yellow Brick right behind him, and then Fashion Legend and Swiss Exile. End Assembly still in front. Hawaii 5 0 trying hard. Zoo Tiger can't go on, and Yellow Brick is running out of time. End Assembly in front. Hawaii 5 0 went up, hit the lead. Yellow Brick charging now. Too late! Hawaii 5 0! Strength broke bound! Beat home Yellow Brick! into the straight of the size produce, 400 left to run. Can Zia run the 1400? Hyde Park having a crack, the King went up and went by the pair straight away. And all of a sudden, Snapback chimed in and charged up and took the lead. Snapback went to the front, Z is battling on. Safrano getting up on the inside and right down the outside was trifling. Safrano, Curtis via rails run, is coming after Snapback. Run on the inside, make a call, ran out of room. Then Chrysayor, Safrano's in front and Safrano beat home, Snapback, Photo finished third. Some great
1: racing last Saturday, Sammy. No doubt highlighted by the uh, dominant win of Kovalika in the Queensland Derby. How good was that?
2: Yeah, gee, it was uh, was a convincing win, wasn't it? Uh, Very strong winner. And that that horse of Moody's ran well. Really well. It was terrific. You were keen on it, weren't you? No, uh, you liked it too. I I think, uh, yeah, I thought it it ran really well. So there's a couple of nice horses that I think they've still got to improve into next preparation. I mean... I know there's been talk of Caulfield, Caulfield Cups, Cups and, and all this, but uh, you know that they'll still have to come back better horses. But they're they're on the right the right track.
1: Think about it. Goes to the Stradbroke now. Oh, I love him. Love he's a him. Ripper, isn't he? Love
2: this horse. And he's he's a real winner. Um, and yeah, when when you get a horse with a record like that, and he's been perfectly placed, hasn't he? And and yep. just as the bar kept getting raised, he jumps over it. And uh, yeah, he was a great winner.
1: Converge was an eye-catcher there along the fence late. Yeah. Good run, yeah. Uh, Stradbroke-wise. Uh, of course, we had... What about brick I was going go to was go to Yellow Brick first. Yeah, beaten by Hawaii Five O, who now gets into the Stradbroke with 49.5, I think. Oh, wow. For Rachel King, who we're trying to get it uh, online to have a chat to this afternoon. We'll do our best there. But yeah, Hawaii Five O had the right run, and Yellow Brick had to give away too much start. I still say Yellow Brick was a better run.
2: He was fantastic, and I um, – yeah, obviously, you were keen on him. I was keen we're on all him. Keen on we him. were all keen on him. Yep, we we and were all keen on him, not we? J.D. was keen on him, and, and it, like, I think um, he just jumped a little bit sluggish and didn't have the speed there, and uh, it just meant that he was a pair further back than you'd like, and, yeah. and that was his undoing, I he's think. He's lost really. that early
1: speed, hasn't yeah, he? Yeah,
2: and, that, and that's uh, – but, you know, he, he's – Look, he, uh, he 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 lost nothing for mine. No and I think he's uh, he's
1: still a, a really good horse and there's a there's a big one in him, no doubt. Well he goes to the gunsind, I think, next Saturday, over sixteen hundred metres, and you think he'd be very hard to beat in that. And we rounded it what out. About with my, the... What about my
2: what about my bet in the Stradbreak? Oh, what was that? Yellow
1: brick. Yeah. Well he's not going around in that. <laughs> uh make a oh, sorry make a call sofrato won the size produce make a call was the horse that protested against uh Safrado. that was a very very interesting protest lots of decisions or lots of opinions either way uh, i thought make a call was very good though and should have certainly uh would have given Sofrado one hell of a fright
2: yeah he's uh look it was a good ride by damien thornton and he's a, he's a great talent that horse from toowoomba well done to rex lip and yeah, I think I don't think the protest uh, should have been upheld. Myself, and, well, uh, it wasn't. It was um, no, nah, and uh, it's. Uh, but there was plenty that were saying that it, it probably should have been, and I think the margin was too great and a bit too close to the line. Yeah, and uh, can for, you be one hundred percent sure? Was, yeah.
1: yeah, there was enough time to establish a run. We don't know. Um, yeah, divided opinions there. Uh, trained by the Snowdens who also have snapback going around in the uh, JJ snapback was also very good sitting three wide, no cover and running second uh, to Safrado. And we shouldn't undersell Safrado. He's going to lap up 1600 metres, Sam.
2: Yeah, he will. He's a, he's a, a, an, an improving horse. Don't, uh, don't forget that, you know, winning races, uh, confidence goes with that. And horses keep improving with confidence when, uh, especially young horses and, you know, he'll go to the races a a better horse next time round and, yeah, he'll he'll keep keep getting better. I would think he's a great talent.
1: All righty. Today's guests, we're going to catch up, hopefully, with Rachel King. And we are going to catch up with Chris Anderson, Queensland's most popular trainer and nicest guy. Is he Mr. Nice Guy trainer? He's isn't a great he? fella, is Really isn't nice bloke, nice Chris, boy, Chris Anderson. Fella. So always good to chat with him. Queensland is racing. The action continues this week right across the Sunshine State. Visit racingqueensland.com.au. And we are racing, of course, at Eagle Farm tomorrow. We're also racing on the Aquas Park Gold Coast Poly Track. Nice to see the grass being laid there over the last yes, couple of weeks. Yes, I saw look that. really good. I'll we'll take a drive down and have a look at it firsthand. Ladbrokes Cannon Park, which is, of course, is Cairns, uh, tomorrow afternoon as well. We race to Toowoomba in the Twilight Zone. Sunday, something different. No sunny coast. We've got Kilcoy Cup Day, so the steak sandwiches will be marching off the, uh, the plate. Mooney Valley of the North. <laughs> <laughs> off the cookers there, there'll be... Uh, They'll be very busy behind the counter there serving up those steak sandwiches. Uh, it'll be a good day out at Kilcoy on Sunday afternoon. Sammy, great to catch up with uh, Rachel King, who's been able to join us. Rachel, good afternoon to you.
4: Good afternoon, guys.
1: How do we find you on this uh, Friday? It's uh, Queensland, Oaks Eve. you got a big day ahead of you tomorrow? Yes, uh, yeah. but yeah. had a busy
4: morning at the trials, around the trials, and then... Uh, hop on the plane this afternoon and have a a nice early night tonight, ready for tomorrow.
1: I can tell you the weather up here is just sensational. I don't know what it's like in Sydney, but it's sensational. But it may not last all day tomorrow, so fingers crossed. Fingers crossed, yeah. We've had a bit of a
4: cold snap down
1: here, so it'll be nice to get a bit of sunshine. Well, it's about 25 degrees up here, so uh, it'll be nice until that... uh Change comes anyway. Uh, you've picked up the ride on Hawaii Five O, courtesy of the win last Saturday and the lightweight in the Stradbroke handicap. You must be looking forward to that next Saturday.
4: Yeah, certainly am. Um, very you know, privileged to, to get the opportunity again, and Adrian. And he's uh, obviously a lovely horse going forward. And I think um, you know from his run, especially from his win, last couple of wins, especially last win. You know, he looks like he's still progressing and. When he drops down to 49 and a half kilos,
1: he won't know himself. No, he won't. Have you had anything to do with him in the past? Uh,
4: I've had a bit to do with him track work and things. I do, I do ride work for, for Gay quite regularly, so um, I've, I've sat on him a few times at home, but it'll, it'll be nice to jump aboard him race
1: day. Now, Rachel, we know you well, you're a three-time Group 1 winner uh, in Australia, and you've ridden plenty of other placings in group races but for those who don't know your background you're obviously uh you're english
4: yes um probably the normal story i came for a couple of months i think (laughs) that was about nine years ago so i've been here ever since and did uh did my apprenticeship with with gay and adrian so it's it's nice extra special i think to be able to you know ride for them in in these big group ones
1: any uh any plans one day to go back, or is Australia your home these days?
4: Uh, Australia is definitely home. Um, you know, I'm actually going back for a couple of weeks' break for the day after the Stradbroke, so I'll get to go home then and, and see family and things, which I haven't done for a while, so that'll be nice. But just uh, I'm happy to go home and, and visit back to England, but definitely my, my base is, is here now.
2: Whereabouts in England are you from, Rachel?
4: Um, from Oxford.
2: And and then how did how did you get the uh, racing bug or into horse racing?
4: Uh, so dad was always to um, into racing. He he rode himself as a as an amateur jockey, uh, more over jumps than, than flat racing, and that's what I grew up loving. Really, I I always wanted to be a, a jumps jockey. Um, I thought you know the flat racing was boring, and I wanted to be a jumps jockey, and, and I did. Um, that's what I started off doing. My first few rides in races were over jumps, and I, I loved it. You know, I really enjoyed it. It um, definitely gave me the bug. And the problem was, I, I didn't really grow. Um, I, was, I was always very light, and especially for the the jump scene. And it took me a few years, but I then realised actually I could probably earn a bit more money, stay a bit safer, um, and in, enjoy the racing. And you know, as a natural lightweight, so the flat racing sort of called my name then. And that's Where I've ended up, yeah, and it brought me to Australia to, to sort of get experience, was why I originally came and, and just learn. Um, and then I realized actually there's lots of opportunities here, and I wanted to have a go and see if I could make a go of it. And yeah, I've been here
2: ever since. Rachel, uh, I'm some I I too love jumps racing, and uh, I've been to six Cheltenham festivals now. I, I, I can confidently say it is the best week of the year anywhere in the world. That is just unbelievable racing. It's uh, yeah, I love it. And it wasn't until I started having kids that my wife said, "No, nah, you're not doing Cheltenham anymore." Which uh, <laughs> I'm. I have. I have informed her that I am going next year. I am going. Okay. <laughs> it's definitely one of the best best of
4: carnivals I've ever been to. Um, it's an incredible week and, you know, I'm lucky enough to ride at Cheltenham. Not at the festival, unfortunately, but I did ride around Cheltenham a few times. So it's uh, just incredible buzz there. Like you said, that, you know, continuous days of racing. Um I think it, it tops anywhere. It's, it's definitely uh, a carnival
1: like no other. And jumps racing is still so popular over there. Yeah. I mean, I, I said to you the other week when I saw some vision of the Grand National at Aintree. I've never seen so many people on a racetrack <laughs> in all my life. They <laughs> but, were just and, wall to wall. And it's and
2: it's fair to say that it, it's it's a different um, it's a different feel, you, you know. To so, like I've been to Royal Ascot, and it's a different feel to Royal Ascot. You know that the the National Hunt crowd are—they're uh, just so passionate, and it's—I uh, think that's fair to say, isn't it? Isn't it, Rachel? That, that they they really get behind their sport and support it so well. They
4: certainly do, and I think it's probably—you know—they're they're so passionate about the animal and and about the actual racing. Which I guess you know Royal Ascot's. You have got obviously your purists there, but there's a lot of you know going for the day out and getting dressed up and things like that. It probably uh, makes them a bit of a mix of the crowd. Um, but Cheltenham, you know, you you'd struggle to find someone that doesn't know the form of every race and mm. isn't you know passionate about about the, the as such and, and the actual jumps racing. And you know they build up to it. The six months prior to uh, Cheltenham, you know, it's they're planning their trip and they're planning their whole week and. I've never known so many people to go every day. You know, they'll, they'll want to go every single day of the, the whole Cheltenham League, which is not an easy feat. <laughs> it's pretty full on, but, yeah, they have got that real
1: passion for it. Now, full credit to you, Rachel, you've come to Sydney, which is a very, very hard market to break into. There's a lot of brilliant jockeys in Sydney, but you've, you've, you've got to the top there, you've ridden Group 1 winners, and you've got really good support from the major stables. Yes, yeah, it's, it's
4: definitely been... You know, hard work. Um, but but the hard work's paying off, and certainly doesn't mean I, I can sort of slack on that hard work no. at all. I still, you know, try and try and do uh, as much as I can, and, and you know, show my loyalty to to the trainers and the owners that you know have showed loyalty to me. And um, that's probably a big part of where I've had success. I guess in Sydney is, um, you know, I'm not afraid to to put the work in as long as I can get the reward from it um, and I've been lucky that I've had the right people behind me to support me and, and you know show that loyalty back and, and give me the, the big winners on the big days
1: Now you've got a good book of rides at Eagle Farm tomorrow have you got across the form yet or is that something you're yet to do you'll do that on the plane maybe
4: Uh, i'll probably go more more in depth on the plane i've had a a quick look but yeah i'll probably have a bit more time this afternoon on the plane
1: well we can ask you about a couple of them and if you if you're not aware of them that's fine but claim the crown you're riding in race two for annabelle uh
4: yes obviously um, last prep i think it was the second up run was was super um, was a win and i think hopefully you know Repeat that um, and, and improve from the first up run um, at stone. And, uh, you know, Annabelle doesn't, you know, put them sort of over-face the horse as such. So I think he'll
2: he'll be in the right race and just take that nice natural improvement from first up. He, he should be a good chance. Race number six, uh, you're riding Al Burke. I can't, I tell you what, I can't have him this horse. But
1: he I love get, this he, horse.
2: He gets up and nails me. When I'm not on, you know, I back something else, and he gets up and beats I me. I love him. Ah, uh, he's run twelve seconds, Chriso. He's ah, uh.
1: he, he came to sit. He came to Queensland. Rachel, and won one of thirty-one. What's oh. his record now? 40, 40 starts, five wins, twelve go. seconds, twelve. He's been great up here. <laughs> he's a sausage. <laughs> well, so you can you just make,
4: just make sure you don't back in tomorrow then.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think I tip him every week, Albert. Um, so I've got him in the mix again. He's got a great. You probably don't know a lot about him. I don't know
4: a huge amount about him, but yeah, I can see from his form, he's you know pretty consistent.
1: And yeah, seconds better, seconds better
2: than third. So, oh, that's so well yeah.
4: said. That
1: is so <laughs> well said. <laughs> One you do know a bit about though is Frosty Rocks uh, in the Morton Cup. You have ridden uh, Frosty Rocks before, but we haven't seen Frosty Rocks for. Quite some time. Last run was the 5th of February 2022.
4: Yeah, he's had a, a bit of time off and um, had a bit of an injury, but he's he's come back, I feel, you know, from his uh, work at home and his trials, I think he's come back better than ever. He's a, one of those horses. He, he loves his work. He's very enthusiastic every day. I think he'll be... Pretty uh, excited to get back to the races, but um, yeah, he seems like he's come back in really good order. Um, I think that the last time I rode him was actually up at the Magic Millions um, over a year ago, and he went super that day, so he's obviously you know, in a high enough sort of grade, first up for a long time, but he's shown us he's come back keen as ever, and ready to go, and he will take natural improvement from the run, but he's uh, ready to run as well as he can after a big, big layoff
2: in the Oaks, you're writing caring lass who's drawn awkwardly, Matthew Smith, he's a great trainer of Stayers.
4: He is, yes, and like you said, she has drawn a bit awkwardly, but, um, you know, she's got that sort of win over 2100, which I think is obviously big in this grade, you know, she is priced as one of the sort of outsiders, but she's proven she'll, you know, I think she'll run the distance, and, you know, Matt wouldn't be aiming her up if, if he didn't think she could be competitive.
1: And you're riding another, well, another poorly drawn one here, unfortunately. You're riding Lady Laguna in the last, which is a cracking race, the Queensland Days Stakes. Gee, talk about consistency. Uh, she's got plenty of it. She's a ripper, Lady Laguna, but you're going to need some luck. Yeah,
4: I think they uh, gave me the visitor's draw they did. All, all day. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but like like you said, she's, she's you know, a model of consistency. Um, she's always up there and around and, you know, she's couple of starts ago in the Gold Coast guineas, she wasn't beaten far by Yellow Brick, which is obviously, you know, everyone seems to have a, a mm. high opinion of that horse. So um, I think she's got the form on the board and she's going to need a bit of luck, but she'll be there in perfect condition. So hopefully I can just steer her in the right direction and we can we can get there.
1: Rachel, we're looking forward to seeing you on track at Eagle Farm tomorrow, and we certainly wish you all the best uh, with your rides and, of course, next week on Hawaii Five O in the Group 1 Stradbroke.
4: Thank you so much, guys.
1: Thank you very much for joining us. We really appreciate your time. Rachel King there uh, has gone out of her way to join us, Sammy, and we really appreciate that. And uh, I'm sure she won't be going home empty-handed the next couple of weeks. No,
2: she's got some good rides there. And, uh, yeah, it's. it's, it's uh, I was unaware that Rachel has ridden over the sticks. That's there you fair. go. You'll learn something. fantastic. You, every time you listen to this show. I can't believe you're a fan of Al Burke. Oh, he's can... a ripper. I love oh, Al Burke.
1: I cannot believe I think I've tipped him all, pretty much all his wins up here. Love him. Uh, Yuck. Queensland is racing, and that includes Al Burke. The action continues (laughs) this week across the Sunshine State. Visit racingqueensland.com.au. We'll be back in a moment. We'll chat to Chris Anderson, and we'll chat to Gibbo. This is The Punters Mate on SEN.
3: Barb Raider has taken over. Here comes Lavilli the outside, and Gypsy Goddess is finishing brilliantly. Gypsy Goddess out wide has dashed up and taken over. Barb Raider the inside, and Lavilli between them. In front, Gypsy Goddess. Barb Raider the inside. Gypsy Goddess just with the lead from Barb Raider. Gypsy Goddess in front, and Gypsy Goddess has won the oath from Barb Raider. Third Lavilli, followed by a smirk, Belle Savoir.
1: Sam, that was Gypsy Goddess, of course, winning the Oaks last year for David Van Dyke and Willie Pike. And there was a very keen punter doing a bit of screaming in the background there. I think might have backed uh, Gypsy Goddess. You could hear him in the, uh, in the mic. We love it. We do love it. Now, someone else we love on the show is Chris Anderson, and he's joining us uh, this afternoon. Chris, good afternoon. Afternoon, lads. How are we? Very, very well. Uh, carnival time, always a busy time in Queensland.
5: Yeah, look, it is. It's always busy. I don't think uh, it's not busy for a racehorse trainer, irrespective of what time of year it is. For me personally, you know, it'd be nice to have um, a a bigger team of horses heading to these feature races, but it's a bloody tough time of year, and
1: there's
5: always that explosion of southern trainers, and um, uh, yeah, but certainly not complaining. Um, We're uh, hopefully uh, there with a life chance tomorrow.
2: Chris uh Sam Highland here. I spoke at the start of the show here with Chris Nelson, uh, and I suppose it's fair to say that I was spirited in my uh What, <laughs> I, put, box. what I put out there. But, you know, I really feel for Gary Portelli. Uh, you know, obviously I haven't seen the horse trot up, but from what I know of the um, – you know, is what has been put out in social media. Seems bizarre decision to scratch this horse on the Thursday, where, you know, going into when it's the favourite for the Oaks. It's won its last start, uh, Fireburn, I'd talk about. And and I'm sure at the track there at, at uh, Eagle Farm, it, you know, plenty would be of talking about it amongst the horse trainers.
5: Yeah, look, Sam, you bring up a, a, a really... Uh, interesting points and a lot of grey matter surrounding these sort of issues isn't there and yeah you've got a feel for connections in the trainer that's for sure but you know horses and I don't want to go off here but they're like athletes like any athlete they've always got niggles and they're uh, you know we, we, we're always attending to them um, in some way shape or form uh, in, in different I, I guess um, intricacies of from one to another you know, trainers and stable vets have a great understanding of each individual horse, and 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 what horse has what issue or, or what niggle. So, yeah, it's um it, it's a tough one, and I, I do feel for Gary and, and and his team because um you know horses are quirky and they do have you know different gaits and quirkiness, and they do have niggles that we have to manage on going. They're, they're, they're like these athletes that played start of origin on Wednesday night, and uh, a lot of them pull up with niggles and whatnot. But that's that's why we've got the best vets in our care, looking at these horses every single day. And I often say to my owners, if I, if I looked after myself as well as I looked after my horses, I tell you what, I'd be off to the Olympics in twenty thirty two. Good
1: call. It's, Good call. I mean, it's interesting, though. But, I mean, would those vets that uh, checked out Fireburn yesterday, would they have seen the horse two weeks ago? No, they wouldn't have. They would have never seen the horse, I I am guessing. I I shouldn't
5: say that definitively, but I'd be very, very confident to say that they haven't. Now, they're out there doing their job and they've got the the welfare welfare of the horse um, as a priority. So I'm not here to sit and criticise, but I hope there would be some sort of communication with uh, the stable vet uh, to get an understanding of... um, um, you know any previous issues, or you know when it was last looked at. I'm sure the vet in the city would have looked at the horse prior to coming to to Brisbane, and, and, and look, Chris, I, I probably can't say too much more because I actually don't know what the issue of the horse no. with the horse is. So, you, you know, we're we're sort of probably talking about until we know what the issue is, we're probably talking about something that, you know, the Kyrick guys might have it spot on. Who knows? Yep, yep,
1: yep. Now, um, one of your stable stars, Larick and Rogue. Uh, of course a big winner at scone two starts back and he finished down the track in the fred best where's he heading next he'll
5: probably go to the paddock he he pulled up with a little foot abscess nothing sinister just a frustration as you know um so we'll possibly turn him out he's a raw horse with plenty of talent um a little break he'll come back at the furnished product with a triple a and is one that I think the stable can really, really look forward to in, in preparations to come. And um, you know, the TRL team have been super patient with him, and uh, I've got no doubt I'll be rewarded um, with with many years ahead. Now you got plenty
2: of right, Sorry, Sammy, Chris. Uh, the, uh, we've had you on before, and well, I think the last time we had you on. Uh, uh, you spoke glowingly about Bailey Wheeler and what a great talent he is going to be, and he's definitely proved that. Uh, he's been in hot form.
5: Yeah, look, he has, and um, he rode a double there yesterday as well, and he's got a really good card there at the Gold Coast, uh, albeit on the poly track uh, there tomorrow. And I think we've got three in down there, and we've tried to, as a stable, really support him down there on that surface. And I know there's a you know there's there's mixed. The feelings about racing horses on polytracks. Personally, I've had plenty down there. We've had good success and we've never had a horse come away from it with any issues. So understandably, um, understand with our son that probably handled the poly track a little bit better than others, but we've intently sent horses down there uh, most Saturdays to really support Bailey. And look, he's going to win the premiership down there, albeit on the back of only having ridden there for six months. So it probably speaks volumes with how well he's gone and how many goodness he's ridden. And uh, he'll make his transition to metropolitan grade in the new season, which is, you know, only six or eight weeks away. Uh, the key, Sam, as you know, for, for Bailey is how much he desires success and how hard he wants to work, because that will, I guess, like anything in life, determine how far he goes. It's it's pretty well that simple.
1: He's ridden seventy nine horses, or he's had seventy nine rides on the on the poly track at the Gold Coast for twenty five winners and twenty three guests. so thirty one point six percent strike rate for the win. And 60.8 for the place. So he is definitely, whilst he's the jockey to follow down there, you're the stable to follow down there. So you've both been going really, really well. Yeah,
5: and, you know, we've, we've intently sent those horses down there to support him as our apprentice. And um, I think we've got three good chances down there again tomorrow, to be honest. I think they're uh, all there to, to certainly be there in the finish. So... Hopefully, we can continue to keep adding to those statistics that you just called out.
1: Now, tomorrow at Eagle Farm, you've got a very interesting run. You've only got the one runner, but uh, he's a very interesting one in the Lightning Handicap. Race four, number nine, Rubiquitous. He resumes from a spell. He's trolled well. His first start record's good. He's drawn a good gate. Has he been set for this race?
5: He absolutely has, yes. He went to the paddock uh, on the back of a last start win, uh, knowing that the horse... Was um, so effective first up, Chris. His, his records terrific, and we actually thought that the thousand meter sprint races would be a little bit lesser uh, at the back end than the front end of the carnival. That's actually proved to be the case. So we've we've certainly picked the right pathway for him. I, as you know, he won the Mick at this time last year. So he mm. loves he loves winter. Um, plenty of speed and tempo in this race. It'll be interesting. Horses like Archers Paradox, one of the fastest horses in Queensland. It's drawn awful. Um, whether or not it gets to go around, don't know. A little bit of speed might come out of horses like it that have drawn sticky, don't decide to run. But I guess the beauty Chris with drawing a good gate and a horse like Rubikidus, we know he's so good and so effective when he leads and can control. But I think he's just as good if he could take a sit in behind them as well. So yeah, I guess it's just nice knowing that we've got plan A and plan B. And I think he's as good at either plan in terms of Executing. So, uh, yeah, I, I certainly give him a terrific winning chance there tomorrow.
1: Yep. Yeah. Go on, Sammy. Okay. No, You're right with the speed. You mentioned Archer's Paradox. You've got Melkovic in there. you got La air in there. They all like to go forward, and there'll probably be others as well. So, yeah, I would have thought maybe just tucked in behind the speed would be just perfect, Chris. Absolutely.
5: Um in behind the leader. Leader rolls off the fence. We stick to it. Yep. Up we go. Home and host. Um, Home and hose. He's, he, he's, it's funny, Chris, he's such a raw horse and is he's, he's, he's not the most intelligent bugger. So if he can find the fence, I think he actually finds a link. Oh, cool. So uh, maybe maybe Kyle will ride in for luck. But well, will Kyle execute. He's obviously um, won on him in the past, knows the horse well, he's got confidence in the horse and he'll be handy wherever he is and uh, hopefully hard to beat.
2: Race number two at the Gold Coast on the Polly. You have number five, good girl. Which I tell my middle child Charlotte that it's best to be a good girl, but she doesn't always listen to me. What is is this honor? one a good girl?
5: <laughs> uh, I've got twin girls, and um, I know I know the pain you're going through there, Sam, but. Um, <laughs>
1: As I said, wait till they get yeah. older.
5: <laughs> they're, they're generally good girls. Uh, she goes there a good winning chance. I think she finds the right race there tomorrow. Um, there's a race for her probably in ten days if she doesn't down at Ballina. So we've got um, two options up our sleeve. She'll probably find the breeding barn. She's got a nice pedigree. We just bought her as a tried horse. Uh, didn't pay a lot of money for her, although she was an expensive yearling. So she doesn't owe a lot, a lot, a, a lot, as an ownership group. But um, I think she'd be very hard to beat tomorrow.
1: Uh, race 6, you've got Mink Star going around. Is a winner on the poly already?
5: Yeah, uh, the depth of these poly races, Chris, are actually really starting to improve week on week, and there's probably only one horse there to beat if we can get past it. Um, I think, once again, she can go there. Uh, a really good winning chance as well. She's effective on that surface and um, uh, very happy with her work at home. If she proves to be disappointing, she'll be off to the breeding barn.
1: I'm getting the wind-up, but we'll quickly ask you about Deloche, Race 7, number 11 from Gate 1 this horse
5: as a $5,000 tried horse. Um, it's had three starts for a first and two seconds. Um, probably trained the error yesterday. Uh, last start, bringing back in trip, gets back to the 1200 um, from a good gate. Once again, I think it's very hard to beat tomorrow.
1: Chris, thanks so much for your time this afternoon. Best of luck tomorrow with Rebiquitous and your runners on the poly track at the Gold Coast. Thanks for uh, spending some time with us. Good on you, guys. Thanks for having me. Thanks, Chris. Chris Anderson joining us there. Sam, Aquas is your source for two year old speed. Standing seven well credentialed stallions. Visit aquasfarm.com.
3: At the 400 metres mark and Falkenberg the leader from Ambience down the outside, still there, Provocative, Provocative in the centre, Falkenberg and down the outside, Ambience, Provocative has taken the lead, Ambience on the outside, Provocative from Ambience and Falkenberg, Provocative's in front with 100 metres left to go, she's kicked clear, she's two lengths in front, Provocative and it's the keyways again, Provocative, Provocative has won the Oaks by three lengths.
1: Oh, I can tell you one man who was very, very happy with himself after that win of Provocative way back in the 2016 Queensland Oaks was one Blair Gibson from brizzyraces.com.au. Gibbo, that must bring back some pretty fond memories. Yeah, 2016,
0: wow. <coughs> doesn't feel that long ago. Yeah, we, uh, yeah, I'd sort of taken a good price early about Provocative and then kept betting, and uh, we are actually on a road trip, myself and about 18 mates. <laughs> um, and we just landed at the sunny coast straight to the surf club, and I think probably about 12 of the 18 uh, had something on, and they were struggling to pay out. <laughs> it was a good day.
4: Oh,
1: how good's that? Now, i got to ask you about, it what about the other day. six? Did they, What were they doing? They had to they had to go uh, off with their own what? opinion, didn't they?
0: One bloke did go to run up late. I, I witnessed it, and one of the other fellas was, like, in his way and started joking, you know, getting in front of him, and he, <laughs> he missed getting on. <laughs> Oh dear <laughs> he, he still oh. talks about it
1: now Yeah The word around the Gold Coast Is you've still got that money You won off provocative too
0: Yeah Pretty tight Chris Don't like <laughs> Don't like letting it go
1: Alright Now we're racing on the poly tomorrow At the Gold Coast I must say though Saw some uh, Some photos of the grass being laid it's Starting to look really good Isn't it
0: I'm amazed Yeah Um I'm touching wood as I as I say it, but like every week I go up to, to do my work there. It um it, it just looks like a different place every week. And now that you're, the turf's going down, it's quite amazing. Um, I think there's about nearly 500 meters like fully laid at the moment. Um, and yeah, things have gone um particularly well. You know how things can can often cope shape it will take a lot longer. But yes, uh, from everything I'm hearing, it's you know it's it's been been really good
1: yeah it's uh it, it looks terrific have you been held you haven't laid any turf yourself laying turf is great uh, it's very soothing laying turf
0: really yeah it's yeah, great yeah Yeah. Get stuff did it for 20 years um <laughs> do it you do it any more than 100 meters you won't be walking the next day you I back that sort of oh, I love it. It for a while but um it's uh yeah i went out there and actually i did, did go out and i don't tell anyone but i peeled up a little later just to see how it's going and um <laughs> Yeah, it does look it does look really good. It, it it's um it's bloody exciting to be honest.
1: No, it's looking great. Uh, looking great. Can't wait for the uh, the grass racing to get back to the Gold Coast. However, the poly's been doing a terrific job. And what do you like on the poly tomorrow?
0: Yeah, I'll give you a couple there. Race three, number one, Zuma Rudy. It was good to be a few back. Um, hasn't been up here long. Both starts in the track have been good. Win in a second. Um, Takes the claim here. Just another winnable race for it. Just placed well. So yeah, it likes to track in form. No reason it doesn't run really well again. Race three, number one. Yeah. Um, and then the best race of the day. Sort of not always the smartest thing to tip into, but um, six or seven chances here. But race seven, number four, data patch uh, for Adam Canton. Really good stable. Jesus he's yep. going to be a very, very good trainer, this fella. Already is. But um, a lot of the main chances here have either got apprentices or wide gates or both um this horse draws two senior on trialed on the track leading into it um and looked pretty good won that trial so i think race seven number four data patch gets a lot in its favor compared to some of the rivals
1: all righty and we race at eagle farmer course group one oaks tomorrow we've got a fancy in the feature
0: yes um I didn't mind it before the Favourite come out. I like it a lot more now. Um, number 12, Priscilia March. Mm. Just like everything I've seen um, throughout its career, it's, sort of, it's still learning, but I think it's getting better all the time. And it was just back and wide last start. And, and I thought as good of a run as anything behind the winner. Um, and you're getting double figures still with the Favourite come out. So, I, look, I think there's a bit of timing about it and... Tim Clark on. I just, yeah, good good stable. I, I think at that price, around $11 and $3 something. Jeez, um, I think you're going to get a really good sight.
1: All So, Presenia March, your best of the day at Eagle Farm?
0: Uh, best value. Yeah, best value. I thought um, another one at a price. Maybe maybe Zimo in the first could could run a race at uh, double figures as well. I just think they've they've had to go a long way back from the gate. This last couple, really good sectionals. I think second best last 200 in both its last two starts. Um, might sit a pair or two closer here and surprise a few. I think it's, um, I think surely it starts shorter than the eleven dollars it's quoted now.
1: Alrighty. So race three number one, race seven number four on the Polly and the Oaks uh, tomorrow at Eagle Farm. Number twelve, Prosenia March. Uh, each way is the way you're happy to go. And Zeno in the Zio, get the name right there. Zemo in the first right. race at Eagle Farm. We've got to fly Gibbo. We've run over. Thanks very much for your time. Good luck. All good. Thanks, Thanks Gibbo. Cheers. Sammy, we've got about 50 seconds, if that. To- Toowoomba, race three, number two,
2: any way you want it. Eagle Farm, race two, number nine, Trevelyan. Race seven at Flemington, number 10, Flash Feeling. And i tell you what, I'm, you know I love one at odds. That divine purpose is not hopeless, I tell you. It's, in the Oaks? It's 100 to one here. 100 to one in the Oaks.
1: I'll go race 7, number 4, Quantico. Race 6, number 10, Brigantine. Race 9, number 18, written in code. South Australian tips, race 3, number 5, Rodeo. Race 5, number 3, Azalea. Uh, Race 8, number 4, Toast the Deal. And race 9, number 2, Filets. What are you really gambling with? For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Thanks, Sammy. Hope you all have a winning weekend, and please join us again, same time, same place, next Friday afternoon on ESN Track for The Punter's Mate.